Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings and salutations. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the Black and Bougie podcast. That's right. It's the experience known as the Black and Bougie podcast, which is a culture of people that are upwardly mobile, progressive, enlightened. And I have to tell you, this is number seven, number of completion. Um, I think that that's a pretty big accomplishment um, to be able to to reach episode number seven. And I could not have reached that if it wasn't for you all continuing to listen and share your feedback, um, give me your positive um, energy and vibes and letting me know how much they impact you. Um, I had one person that actually, they hit me in the, um, hit me in the DM. Uh, they hit me in the DM and they actually said, and they showed me a picture of their, their planner. And so my last episode was called breathe. And she actually wrote breathe on her planner. And that to me was, um, that was a moment because it shows that your words that you think are just words that think are that just you sharing your thoughts. Um, they're truly impacting people's lives and so much. So for someone to put on their, on their planner that they need to give them themselves a moment to just breathe. So I continue, um, to appreciate all of this feedback because it is definitely welcome and it, and it, it continues to be fuel to go on for episodes, um, again and again and again. So this was a, this was an interesting, an interesting couple of weeks for me. And I have to say, I was very, very excited to record, um, this episode for a couple of reasons. You know, one, it's my, it's my birthday month and, um, I'm getting another year older. That happens every year for some people, if they're blessed enough to live, but to be able to say that you have made it another year uh, with all of the challenges and opportunities that we've had this year is a huge accomplishment. Now, some people may have lost their jobs. Some people may have lost loved ones. Some people may have grown businesses. Some people may have reached whatever level of success that they think that they should reach. Um, but it's been a year that they're here. And, um, I think that when you're breathing, I think that's something that you have to appreciate regardless of what's happening, that you are able to make it another year on this earth. So when I, when I thought about recording this episode, many different topics were coming into my head, you know, so it's amazing because it's not like we're, you know, in movies and, and TV shows, they have to have writers, you know, and, and come up with content. Um, life is, is, is my content. 
So things happen every single day um, that give me the opportunity to share and discuss. And so the last couple of weeks have definitely been um, some enlightening, enlightening uh, time period for me. And so this episode is going to turn out to be something else, as always, with me. But I always tell you that I love the organic feel of things and how things just kind of manifest naturally. And this is how this one happened. And it's interesting because this one started off with a very, very simple conversation that I was having with my wife. And after we finished the conversation, I said, that's it. That's this week. And I said, I'm going to title this episode full circle. Now, full circle can mean many different things, but I'm going to tell you what it means to me. So I was sharing a story and we were talking about uh, a couple of different people that I had had conversations with, you know, for the week. And we started talking about one of my mentors and I had the, the opportunity to sit down with him. And this is a mentor that I've had since 1996, 96. And I had the opportunity to, to sit down and chat with this person. And as I was chatting with him, so many different thoughts came into my head. And, and, and one of the thoughts was like, wow, look at how things come full circle. So let me tell you how this all relates to what we're talking about now. And of course, as always, we're going to tie this into being black and bougie. But I think I've told you all before that I started out my hotel career as a housekeeper. The term was actually called a housekeeping house person. And that's actually the person that aids the housekeeper brings them sheets, bring them towels, um, cleans the public areas of the floors, kind of a catch all, you know, in the, in, in the housekeeping department. And also they, they, they clean rooms as well. And so as I was talking and I was telling my, my, my wife a story and I remember in the, that I was cleaning the brass on the elevators. And this is when I was working in Atlanta back then in the day and I was cleaning the brass. And so she asked me the question. So as you were cleaning that brass, wearing this gray on gray uniform, she said, what were you thinking? I said, can I be honest with you? I said, it was nothing that was very, very deep. Like I wasn't thinking like, I am no longer going to be cleaning this brass anymore. I'm going to make it to this level. That's not what I was thinking. At that moment in time, I was actually thinking, these are going to be the best looking elevator tracks and best door that anyone has ever seen. And everyone's going to come back and they're going to look at this elevator tracks and look at this door. And they're going to know that Justin was cleaning it. And it looked amazing. 
She said, so you weren't thinking about how you're going to reach this certain level of success. And I said, no, because that was already in my long term plan or goal. So I had already established that I wasn't going to be doing this for a long period of time. But my short term goal was that task that I had been given. I was going to do that task to the best of my ability and then try to exceed that to the point of where people noticed it and they knew that it was my work. And at the moment that I said that, it was almost like light switch. Me and my wife both said, wow. Because I had to make sure that my number one goal was the task that I was given, that I was gonna do the best at that actual task. And because I did good work, that was going to help me to achieve my long-term goal. Because a lot of times we're so focused on that big goal, that can suppress the passion that we're supposed to be doing at the actual task at hand. Now, do you think I really knew all of this at that time? No, this, this took me evolving over time to see what was actually happening then. And so this all kind of came about because I was having this conversation with my mentor. And my mentor is somewhat out of the business and he's now in a, another line of work. And I am actually doing a job that he was doing when he was my mentor. So I want you to think about that for a moment. I was actually there in a housekeeping department, only leading myself to complete a task. And now I am managing hundreds of people and now have my own business. And now I have my own podcast. And to be quite honest, at that period of time, I did not know where my life was going to end. And so my wife asked me the question. She said, so back then, she was like, what did you see for your life? I said, to be quite honest, nothing, just a to make it to the next paycheck and to the next paycheck. And, and hopefully, you know, I would, um, I would have some consistency in my, in my work for someone else. And the moment I said that I wrote something down and it's interesting how our minds work and what came out of it. And I just, I said, I gotta, I gotta type this in real quick. And I wrote, Temporary happiness is your paycheck. And I didn't really know exactly what I what I what I meant to say when I write when I wrote it down. But then I had to delve into to why did that come out of my my mind at that time? Temporary happiness is your paycheck. And the reason that I wrote that down is because I was searching for temporary happiness. Because the only thing that I cared about at that moment was getting me to the next bi-weekly period or weekly period or what, or however I was getting paid um, 
a paycheck at that time. But I was just focused on, let me get to that payday Friday. And then once you, and, and you, once you get to that payday Friday, you're happy. Throughout the week, throughout the two weeks, you're just struggling. You're just trying to get it through. You're trying to get through. And let, let me just make it another day and another day and another day. And then boom, payday hits. And then you get some temporary relief. Now, then when you get that temporary relief, it's very, very temporary. And let me tell you how, because then that money that you just accumulated from your work, it goes to bills, loved ones, you know, whatever debts that you may have, but it quick, it, but it quickly leaves. And so what happens? Then Monday happens and then the happiness is gone because that was the goal to just work, to get to that paycheck and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again. Now, I don't say this to belittle anyone that has to work and get that paycheck, but you got to be a strategist in every single thing that you do. And I was, I no longer am at the point in my life where I'm waiting for that every two week or one week period when a person gets paid is because I put a plan in place for when I didn't have as much. You know, at that point in time, and I believe, I think it was either 465 or 565, that was, that was my hourly wage. And I was shining brass on an elevator and telling people as they walk by, hello, sir. Excuse me, sir. Hello, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. And as they, as they, as they passed by. And if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be able to appreciate where I am right now in my life. And part of the reason I'm able to say where I am right now in my life is because I had people that mentored me. And as I told you, I sat there and I was having a, a conversation with my mentor this week. And I, again, as always, I got to go to the, go to the dictionary and I have to define mentor in black and white the dictionary always helps us to clarify things. So what is a mentor? Well, the dictionary says an experienced and trusted advisor, an experienced and trusted advisor. So my mentor, this experienced and trusted advisor, had years of experience. And I'm not even sure if at the time he would have labeled himself my mentor. But in my mind at that time, because here I am, this person is the general manager of this hotel. And here I am shining brass. And I started to play back in my mind as I was shining that elevator and him talking to other managers and having conversations with them. And here I am now breaking bed, bread and having a conversation with him and discussing the, the elevation of the city that we live in and the impact that we're making. And he's talking to me and getting advice from me. And 
And it was just a surreal moment where I had just to say, Alhamdulillah, you know, thank you, God, for what you've what you've given me, because I'm now at the point in my life where I have taken what people have given me through the years and it's manifested into something. And now I can share my experiences and become someone's trusted advisor. Man. You know, as I'm speaking this to you, it's it's a you know, it's 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 a moment. <laughs> um, wow. Um because I didn't know at that time where my life was going to end. Nineteen ninety-six, I had my first child. Nineteen ninety-five was the year that I graduated. School wasn't really something that I was really, really even thinking about. I ended up going to school, um, but it wasn't something that I was thinking about because I was just thinking about I gotta get it, I gotta get it, I gotta go. And so the best way for me to get it and to go was to use whatever skill that I had in my hands. And what was that skill? I wasn't a craftsman. I wasn't an engineer. Um, I knew I definitely didn't want to be a career housekeeper, you know, so I, I had to become a sponge and I had to soak in all of the knowledge that was around me. And I had to I had to soak in this knowledge from my trusted advisors, experienced trusted advisors. So I could be here on this mic and talk to you today about my evolution. That's full circle. So my mentor, he says to me as we're sitting there having a conversation and he says, wow. And Justin, I'm so proud of you. And you know when people say I'm proud of you and they just say it, but he said it and you could tell that he meant it like it was coming from a deep place. And me and this person are from two different walks of life. I grew up in College Park, Georgia, where, you know, drugs were happening, uh, theft was happening. single parent households there was gun violence um there's there's many different things there's also some good times there's wholesomeness there was family um there's a family unit that was around me and you know this person was from new york hustle and flow get it and go like that's that's you know that's that's what he was and i think that's what made it me connect to this person because of his hustle and flow get it and go and it was about tackling the next success and the next success and the next success. So as I'm sitting here and I'm having this surreal moment of of talking to, you know, the person that quite honestly, I don't think at that time, you know, knew that he was my mentor. Um, I thought about what am I doing? to make sure that I'm people's trusted advisor, their experienced trusted advisor. 
because when you collect all of these experiences and when you collect all of the success and you do absolutely nothing with it, it's like you're just putting it in a trash can. And essentially what it means is you're just you're selfish because you're just taking it all to yourself when you should do good so you can show good and then give good, you know, to other people. And so as I'm sitting here and I'm having all of this, these moments, and, and then, then I just started to kind of replay, replay my life. And then my wife is asking me questions because she's now interested because I don't think, you know, we've talked about it before and we've talked about it in, in moments here or there, but this was all about this topic. And so she said, so what happened next? I said, well, you know, because I knew that I had to, to grow. Sometimes you have to go. Right. And I've told you all before how I, I jumped in and I, and, I, and I moved to Florida. And then I, I told her when I went to Florida, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing when I got that first management position. Because I went from a housekeeper, house person to a um, relief supervisor to an assistant director of a department. So I actually didn't have really, I can can say it now, I can be honest. I didn't have the experience to be in that position. It was, it was basically right person, right place, right time that got me into that position. With a little bit of, I got to hustle, get it and go mixed in with it. And so I remember as soon as I got there, the person because I was the assistant the person that was a director they went on maternity leave and I think I spent 30 days with that person and then now basically is up yep the department is yours and I had no business (laughs) no business running that department but I wasn't going to allow myself to fail so what do you do You reach out to your trusted advisors, your experienced trusted advisors. And I would have my conversations and I would mess up on something and I'd go back and I'd have a conversation and I'd come back and then I'd then I'd I'd do it again or I'd do it better, you know, whatever the case may be. And all of a sudden I'm now over the years, I'm collecting experiences and just collecting and then collecting and collecting. So now then I want to I want to delve into this and I want to be very, very clear because I need because my mind, my mind works a little bit crazy. So I need you to catch this piece. Now, your mentor, which is an experienced, trusted advisor, that doesn't always mean that the path that that trusted advisor has has taken is where you're going to go. Now, the president has advisors. But those advisors are not the president. Right. The president has advisors, but those advisors are not the president. So that means you can gain all of this knowledge and you can gain all this experience. And it doesn't mean that your ceiling has to be that of what your mentor was. You can actually surpass that. And it's okay for you to surpass that. It's okay for you to be greater than your mentor. I actually want the people that I advise 
to become greater than me. You know, I tell my youngest son, Muhammad, all the time, he's like, I want to be like you, daddy. And I'm like, no, no, you don't. You want to be better than me. No matter how many times he says it, I said, no, you don't. You want to be better than me. And I want you to be better than me. I don't want my ceiling or like there is because I don't have a ceiling, but I don't want my perceived ceiling to be yours. I don't want you to say, this is where I am. This is where I've landed. I've got it. I've achieved where my mentor or my father or my mother, I've achieved where they, where they are in life. No. The sky is the limit. So I say that to say, because sometimes you can look at your mentors and because they're experienced and they're your advisors, you can put brakes on yourself based off of that relationship. So you have to know your value and your worth. And we talked about that in other episodes, but you have to know your value and your worth so you can achieve where God has destined you to be. Not where they've made it to, but where your destiny lies. So as I'm sitting there again and I'm, and I'm, and I'm chatting with this mentor and, and we're having this conversation, it made me, you know, I always tell y'all about homework and it made me go back and do my own homework. You know, you're not a good teacher if you can't give yourself homework and, and figure out what you need to do to improve yourself. So one of the things that I did was I said, am I an effective mentor? Am I, am I truly, because now I'm active and I know what mentorship is. So am I actively making sure that the people that I'm, that I'm talking to and, and that are looking to me for advice, am I also strategizing my mentorship for them? So I went into my head and I wrote down people that could look at me as a mentor. And then I started to say, you know what? These are the questions that I am going to ask them to see if I am doing right and doing just by them. And you'd be surprised when you start to evaluate yourself and you say, you know what? I could do things a little bit better. I need to adjust my techniques to make sure the things that I've learned, because here it is, remember the mentorship, an experienced, trusted advisor. I have to take those experience and I have to trust that what I've learned through the years, that now I can take that into the next level and, and to advise people. So here's what I'd like for you all to do. I want you to do, there's kind of two homework assignments, but they're combined into one for the greater good. Who do you look, who do you look at to be your advisor? Who do you look at to be your mentor? And when you write that list, the next thing I want you to do is what do you look for in mentorship? Then after that, I want you to make sure that those two things align. 
Because if what you're looking for in mentorship doesn't align with the people that you're looking for in mentorship, something is wrong and you need to adjust. Now, mind you, mentorship is not about age. So you don't have to look and say, you know what? There's this person that's 20 years older than me. And because they're experienced over the last 20 years, experience does not mean tenure on the job. Experience means success. Experience means wins. Because if I've been doing a crappy job for the last 25 years, I don't need to be mentoring anybody but myself and trying to figure it out. So you have to look at the people and say, are they truly, truly successful? And if they're successful in those years of tenure, then they're experienced. So let's not get the experience twisted with the years. That's really, really important. And trust me, by doing this, it will open up a whole new world to you of what your place is in the circle of life and what their place is in the circle of life. And then you'll be able to see if you've truly come full circle because in full circle, that happens when there's understanding. Man, you know, what's interesting is when you, and I know, and I told you all this before and in doing this podcast is that the awakening that happens within yourself when you're able to free thoughts from your mind and speak them out and manifest them into words that you speak, things happen. As I'm sitting here and I'm having this conversation with you, things again are being birthed in me and I'm evolving. This is supposed to be the season of giving, right? And so I'm giving to you and you're giving to me because you've given me the opportunity to share experiences that quite honestly, I, at the time that they were happening, I didn't think that they were experiencing because it was probably some of the worst times, you know, in my life. I was broke, busted, disgusted, um, didn't know where my life was going to be. But then they've now evolved into something greater. And that now gives me the ability to have these conversations with you. So make sure that you have experience, trusted advisors that are around you and remember that experience equals success because if it's if it doesn't equal success uh, scratch that because your failures turn into, into wins see I told you all about the transparency that happens here If you do have losses, if you continue to lose and don't learn from the losses, then then you failed. But if your experience can be you turning those losses into wins throughout your life, then you can become a trusted advisor. Now, I know some people are going to say and some people are going to be a little bit salty about this because they may have collected quite a few failures over their life. 
and they still may not have have gained the success that they, they feel that they need to gain. So which then in their mind says, well, I don't have the ability to to mentor someone. You can advise them, but that doesn't mean that you're a mentor. We have to be, we have to remember, we can't start giving people these titles that have a lot of weight to them if they're not earned. Because I can advise you, I can, you know, I can have a conversation with you and you can learn from it. But it's just like I don't call, you know, like, you know, a lot of times in our community, we're like, what's up? What up, ma? You know, it, mother is, is, is important. I can call you ma, but you're not my mother. Because a mother is a big, big title. Mentorship is a big, big title. So be careful how you throw that around to people. And if you feel salty when you hear the word mentor and someone's not throwing it at you, then just reevaluate. Control, alt, delete, reboot, do whatever you have to do and evaluate. But mentorship is something that's huge. And it's a title that should be honored and cherished. And it's a crown that should only be placed on the rightly deserved. So take that homework. Look at who's in your life. Look at what you expect from those people in your life. And then charge for it. I thank you all for listening to another episode of the Black and Bougie podcast. Without you, this would not be possible without you sitting here and listening to me go back and forth and 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 discuss my thoughts um there would be no reason for me to do this so i thank you all for giving me the opportunity to share with you on another episode of the black and bougie podcast that's right it's the experience known as the black and bougie podcast and i look forward to connecting with you again be well